today I would like to focus on the national security nominations for primarily the Department of Defense and the confirmation process that the Senate uses to approve the Biden nominees. First of all, let us remember that the Department of Defense is the largest, most complex of our governmental organizations. In fact, one of the most important ones with missions that range from nuclear deterrence, that is preventing nuclear war, to conventional operations, whether it's in Afghanistan or the Middle East, to cyber offense and defense, to operating our space forces, including the global positioning system that many of us use day to day to navigate around town in airplanes. Uh, they're very involved in intelligence collections about our enemies and also very involved in homeland, both civil support. And we have over 40,000 members of the Guard and Reserve helping around the country with COVID vaccinations and medical assistance. So the Department of Defense is quite important and quite large. They have in the department 61 presidentially appointed Senate confirmed individuals. Back in 1949, when the Department of Defense was first established, they only had a handful, three or four. Today it's 61 and it runs from the Secretary of Defense to the number two Deputy Secretary of Defense, the undersecretaries, whether it's for research and engineering or acquisition or policy. You have the service secretaries that run the military departments. These departments, Army, Navy, Air Force, with the Space Force, are larger than most other of all the domestic cabinet agencies uh, in and of themselves. So again, quite large. And there are hundreds of political appointees in the department at other levels that don't go through the Senate confirmation process. So let's talk a little bit about how that confirmation process works. First, the president and the, the head of White House personnel usually does a recruiting uh, not just for the Department of Defense, but for all cabinet parts of government. And there are over 2,500 jobs that have to go through the Senate confirmation process. Again, DOD has 61. And they will line up people for the jobs. They'll take them to the president for a decision. Then they have to make sure those people don't have any problems in their background. They get a an F full FBI field investigation. Some people don't make it to actually being announced, but once they're announced, and their name is sent to the Senate, it, get, it gets referred to the Committee of Jurisdiction. In the case of the Department of Defense, it's the Senate Armed Services Committee. The Senate Armed Services Committee has a lot of experience with handling nominations. They not only handle the DOD civilian, they handle the Department of Energy nuclear weapons nominees, and they handle tens of thousands of military nominations every year, ranging from the top military leader, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, down to if you're going from captain to major in either the Army or the Marine Corps. So they have a lot of experience here. One of the issues that has come up in the confirmation process in recent years is it's taking longer and longer to get a president's nominees through the process and on board and actually doing their job. The, in the Kennedy administration, it took about three months for his initial appointees, and that is we look at the top ones that need to get in right away, about three months to get his whole cabinet on board. In the Trump administration, it was 11 months before he had all his top people on board. In the Department of Defense alone, the 73 people they processed in the last administration for civilian positions in DOD took an average of 60 days in the committee and then another 40 days on the Senate executive calendar before the Senate actually approved them. So that's a total of 100 days. So that's about three months. 
Now, some people were in a shorter period of time, and actually we had some that were on in the process for over a year. So this is a huge problem right now as we staff up in government. Right now, President Biden only has a small handful of his cabinet nominees on board, and all of them had to have floor votes, whereas in the Obama administration, about seven of his cabinet went through on what we call unanimous consent. So it's going to be, it's a lengthy process to get people cleared in the executive branch, and then it takes even more time when they get to the Senate. We had before the Senate Armed Services Committee, Dr. Kathleen Hicks, Kath as her nickname is, and she was nominated and was being considered for the Deputy Secretary of Defense, the number two position in this largest, most complex organization. Her role is really that of the Chief Operating Officer. They just divvy the roles up. The Secretary of Defense is externally focused on the White House, on military operations and things of that nature. And the deputy is internally focused on budgets and personnel and equipment and things of that nature. Kath Hicks has got a tremendous background. She comes from a military family. Her parents were in the military. Uh, she grew up in the military. Uh, she's had a very strong career in the Pentagon previously and ever increasing jobs of importance and responsibility. Um, and she's been in the, the think tank world. And I've seen a lot of deputies go through the confirmation process over the years. I remember Graham Clater in the Carter administration, Frank Carlucci in the Reagan administration, Bill Perry in the Clinton administration. And I'm telling you, we should be very comforted to know that Kath Hicks uh, is gonna be on board. She was warmly received by both sides of the aisle. I expect her to be confirmed by the full Senate very quickly and be on board. So I've talked to you a little bit today about the overall process, about the volume, and about the, the second individual that will be confirmed to join Lord Austin, who is the only one right now in a Senate-confirmed position in the Department of Defense. Thank you.